Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Club Sandwich, America's favorite podcast. I got it right this time. Yeah, good job. Uh, I don't really have anything big to say other than the fact that this is the finale of season three. Yeah. We've been working hard. This has been a fruitful semester. Lots of things going on. I mean, just general life stuff, but also like some big accomplishments for Club Sandwich. Got a lot of great guests. Had a lot of solid episodes. We sold merch. Absolutely. Lots of things going on. Had a YouTube video. Yeah. Just the one. <laughs> I've been really busy, so I haven't made any more, but lots of good things going on. And, you know, we figured what better way to finish than to finish strong. So uh, all that being said, let's introduce our guest today. Guest. Oh, wow. All right. Oh, there you go. <laughs> that's that's a fitting intro. Our <laughs> lovely guest today is James Jefferson. Woo! That's when you should play the applause. No, oh. wrong one. There we go. There we go. I feel the love. I feel the love. <laughs> feeling, feeling the love already. James, how are you today? Sam, I am better than good, and even if I'm not, complaining does me no good. So wow. we're doing it, baby. That's a great quote. Do you hear that? That's <laughs> why. Inspiring. Yeah. That's a guy right there. Yeah, they they pay him the speak. big bucks for <laughs> Come on, they don't make them how they used to. <laughs> yeah, so uh, James Jefferson is a large public figure, uh, l- metaphoric, I mean, <laughs> not, not calling you fat. You're an intimidating presence on Sanford's campus. Yeah, the dad bod. <laughs> the dad bod. Yeah, James is a great friend of ours, and we had the esteemed privilege of living with him freshman year. <laughs> our uh, our sweet situation, it's a sweet style thing, so there's two people in two rooms with an adjacent bathroom, and so it was obviously Mitchell and I living together in the corner room, and then connected by a bathroom was Mr. James Jefferson, and uh, not with us today, but the lovely Mr. Jack Ryan. Yeah. I mean, guy. you want to talk about a stacked a squad suite right yeah. there. I mean, we like we were known. People knew like we were a group to be reckoned with. The Smith Rebels. Yeah, the, <laughs> the Smith Rebels as we came to be known. I don't think we've ever talked about that on we the haven't. show. Hey, so, Mitchell, would you like to explain what happened? Because you're less guilty than I am. Oh, in this at the instance. at the beginning of the year? Yes. Well, yeah, the thing that also gave Party Sam his name, um, <laughs> no one called if, if we had to ever mention that, was in our room where um, Sam's friends within the Fellows program basically thrust upon him that a party was being thrown in his room. <laughs> not really a party, just like people coming over to like It's not a party, out. it's a get-together. Yeah, and um, of course we were then all implicated <laughs> <laughs> in in Sam's p- crazy rager that he threw. Don't you put this on me. Um, it was a movie. <laughs> <laughs> and, My life a movie for and, real. And of course we had to, you know, go through the the process and the, and the fallout after that. But yeah, yep. we we kind of took on sort of a, a legacy after that. Yeah, the moniker James the, gave us the title <laughs> the of the Smith, Smith Rebels. Rebels. This is this is true. I, you know, I don't know what I was expecting when I walked into y'all's room like I did all the time, <laughs> but when I just saw a room full of people yeah. on like a Monday night <laughs> party, I said, I think we've got to come up with something fancy for this one. Yeah. And the Smith <laughs> Rebels were coined and it kind of just stuck. It was, it was like the middle of the week and there were like 15 people in there and foolishly I didn't even think to consider like oh this may not be like that might not be allowed <laughs> so we uh James I think I met you for the first time well yeah I would have for the first time on move-in day like what was 
What What were your first impressions of the room situation? What did you think the year was going to go like, and how did it end up going? Here's the thing. I started off with some research. I, I did a little Instagram. Oh. Deep, a little Instagram deep dive. Oh, okay. And so Mitchell was actually the first person that I saw, and I said, okay. Uh, I saw Tennis at one point. I saw that he was a content creator. I said, this guy, I think he'll be, he'll be pretty good. He'll be dope. <laughs> then I ran okay. into Sam. <laughs> and Sam, I didn't follow you. I, I didn't follow you immediately because mm-hmm. I saw your profile picture and I saw those luscious blonde locks and mm. I said, oh, this is a man right here. <laughs> and, and, was, and, it, and it scared you off and following it, me. It, it scared me off. I was like, there's no way. This guy is like out of my league. I can't even compete <laughs> where I can't compare. And so I was like, <laughs> I, I just, I was excited. And honestly, I didn't know what to expect coming into freshman year because you hear stories about people all having different type of situations. You right. never know what their freshman living situation looks like. But for me, I was excited because I knew I was around like three awesome and really dope guys, and I was just ready to get started. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, wow. And then sucks that we just, the rest of the year, we disappointed the, the hype so much. <laughs> Did not live up to the expectations. No, y'all definitely lived up to the expectations. <laughs> I mean, I say right now, as a sophomore going into my junior year, that my freshman living situation was as good as it can get. Mm. Not even not just on Sanford's campus, but in college in general. I, right. I agree. It didn't get any it better. It was strong, yeah. strong medicine. My first ever experience was with James was, well, the first time I ever met him was, I moved in a little bit later than both of y'all did because James moved in early. Cause, That's right. You know, he, he has special privileges. You know, whatever. <laughs> and uh, Sam had like fellows moving day. Yeah. Uh, and so less special. Privileges. Right. Yeah, of course. You're not James. <laughs> uh, I just like walked in. I was walking down the hall and like your door was open. I saw things like you and your mom were there or something. And Mama Jeff. Um, <laughs> Mama Jeff. there was just so much stuff. Jack wasn't even there yet. And you had just brought two roomfuls worth of stuff. <laughs> and like, I don't even know what's in there. It was just a bunch of like huge plastic containers. And I don't know where all that stuff ended up in the year because yeah. James is a fairly minimalist decorator. His room had like Sanford pennant and then like three like inspirational kind of things along the yeah. wall. Yeah. And then and then a ton of water. James is a huge water guy. He is sitting here with us right now with like practically a jug. I've never seen a, a unit right of now. water. It's it's a gallon, but it's not a jug. It's, it's sort like, of like vase shaped. The, yeah, it's like the, the largest, <laughs> fattest water bottle I've seen. <laughs> My first impression was, I mean, immediately you're like thrown off by James because that booming politician voice. <laughs> like the first yeah. time you like came over and immediately like shook my hand, like <laughs> firm handshake. Hey, hey I'm, I'm James, James Jefferson. Jefferson. <laughs> <laughs> it was, was commanding. <laughs> it was it was such a like, I was like, all right, it's not going to be like, it's not going to be a simple room situation. <laughs> he's he's going to be a character. And then Jack came along and for, y'all two went at it from day one. <laughs> what What was that like? Jack Ryan is a is a special specimen. <laughs> but you know, it was it was awesome. Like I think we really played off of each other so well. Like between the sweet mates, between the actual roommates, between Jack Ryan and I. I just think it was it was a match made in heaven. And like we went at it to uh off the bat, but I say I love that guy and there's nothing I wouldn't do for him. <laughs> and it was it, it was amazing. I, I just I can't put it into words. Uh, the situation and the living um, room that we were part of. So I think the funniest part about all this is like you're describing him like y'all were like actors on a show together for a lot of oh, years. Oh, he's main character. He chemistry, gives, we just played <laughs> off each other. He I mean. gives main character energy at all points. <laughs> and you don't think you do? I, I think it depends on the date. Do you, 
okay, so we, and I would say the majority of Sanford's campus as, I mean, would you like to list real quick all of the titles you hold? Please do. If, if you can run through the James Jefferson Sanford resume. You're going to, like, you got, you got some, you up to too much. I mean, I'm a dad in spirit, but. <laughs> <laughs> he is. That he is, if not a grandpa. <laughs> uh, I, freshman year, of course, I served as freshman class president, which was mm. super, super fun. Uh, Raglan Scholar, so similar to the Fellows Program. Right. Um, SRT, freshman year, ambassadors. <laughs> At the end of that freshman year, I ran for vice president of SJ. Which mm-hmm. It was a time. I think you boys know I was struggling that entire mm-hmm. week. <laughs> it was uh, a battle. It, it was a fight. So uh, vice president uh, at the end of freshman year, came in to this upcoming year, uh, served out the entire term as vice president, and I was just recently elected SGA president for yeah. the Mighty Mighty Sanford. Yeah, as big as it gets. <laughs> I mean, that's enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> Way to cut it off. Yeah, so that's, I mean, you want to talk about a guy who has seen it all and done it all. Um, do, I, I, I mean, not too much. Do you think you live up to the hype? Like, every, I mean, you're making it seem <laughs> what like. a thing to ask somebody. <laughs> you're downplaying yourself, but like, do you realize who you are to this community? <laughs> I don't think, personally, I don't think you can ever realize and put into words, like, what you contribute to a community and what you can contribute to society. But I think that because there's, like, I mean, who can, I'm on a podcast with two of the greatest guys that I think I've ever met. And so while I may live up to a certain standard that people have set for me, I think that's the standard for the campus. Mm. And so Mm. there's a standard of people that we just attract. There's a standard of people that we retain. (laughs) And yeah. I'm just a part of it, and I just like wow. to say, I mean, I'm just a vessel, man. He's humble too, isn't that? Isn't that insane? Shouldn't we reelect should... him next year? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> one more year, one more year. Do you? I mean, do you have anything like to say about the campaign season and yeah. just kind of like w- walking us through that? Because we've been like Mitchell and I have. Either. I have personally been a heavy partner in all of James Jefferson's <laughs> campaigns. Right, I right. wear the t-shirts. Yeah, I, yep, I point the out t-shirts. the campaign signs. I steal one every year. <laughs> um, I can say this because I know James lets me. I always ask him, and I, I have at least one of James's campaign signs from every campaign cycle <laughs> that are like hung up at home. <laughs> we are the big, the biggest supporters. He, I mean, literally, when I lived with Mitchell this summer in the like game room, we would hang out. In, there's like They're hanging stuck to the wall. Yeah, James the TV. It was it was in the top of our room the entire last year that it's we had. It's where we recorded too. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so technically the Jefferson campaign has been with us as long as the podcast has been around. It's and it will going. stay with me. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's been a it's been a process. Y'all have been around the entire time. <laughs> We've been trucking. We've been doing this thing called We've, life together for a long time. Yeah. And you have I mean, James has got like the perfect campaign setup because your family what, it, how do they help out with the campaign? Okay, so I've got a sister and I've got an aunt that both, uh, they produce t-shirts, stickers, buttons, everything. It makes you the luckiest guy in the world. And like, right. It's easy. Like, <laughs> they set me up for success easily. And so like I know sometimes you've got to go through like the different t-shirt uh, design companies and broadcasting uh, solutions. But for me, I just go, I say, Mom, sister, can you like make a t-shirt? Can you make a sticker? Hey, a poster make it or happen. Something? Make it happen. And they, they always give me stuff, but they they put up a tough fight, but they always end up making a t-shirt or maybe a yard sign. <laughs> and so it's easy because I can just go to my family. Right. I, I put in the work as well. They, they put they put me to work. It's not one of those things to where they just, they just say, yeah, we'll just make it. And you just sit back and kick your feet up. They put me to work. I put in a little sweat and... It's just easy. And I think the funniest part is this last campaign, James ran opposed, 
and still put signs Unop- around unopposed. him. Ran un- oh, yeah, ran unopposed. That's unopposed. No one against him. He's the only name on the ballot, and he is still putting up signs I around mean, campus. Even last year, you ran away with the vote, too, and, and you're still going out there to put work into it. I think that's something I have a lot of respect for. Like, if I knew, and, you know, God forbid I was running for SGA, SGA president, <laughs> if I knew that I was going to just walk away with it, I wouldn't put in the effort to campaign for it because there's a lot of effort. It's a lot of pressure to throw your name around campus and into people's faces. And so just being able to to just do that and just take it as like, you know, a part of the job and the experience, like I'd, I'd be way too anxious to do that. <laughs> right. Mitchell, I can't control whether or not I run unopposed or opposed. Right. I can control mm. whether or not I campaign. Yeah. Oh, so, absolutely. It's, it's always one of those things. I mean, I grew up an athlete and so you got to control what you can control. <laughs> right. And right. Like, me campaigning is just one of those things to where I don't want anybody to feel as if I'm taking this position for granted. Mm. It's just one of those things mm. that I'm doing because it means the world to me. And, Enjoy it. And the, the athlete thing never really left of James is a big fan of tackling. Come on. <laughs> yeah, that, that brings us into what I think we can talk about less of the professional world of James. Right, Johnson right. And spend a bit more time on the less professional. This is true. The unprofessional James. <laughs> You're getting, th- this is James Jefferson, the deep dive. This yeah. This is the personal side that the campaign won't show Uncut, you. uncensored, we're James. To, we're about to take a trip. <laughs> I, I would just like to start off with... I would say James has a few different personas he adopts. Mm, I'd number, say that's fair. Number one, and a bit lesser known, is Coach Jefferson. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, so James was the guy who organized, and I mentioned this on like almost every other tour I give with SRT, not not necessarily by name every time, but like we got a freshman, like our Hall flag football team, that was started and organized and forced upon us by James. <laughs> it wasn't really an option whether you were a part of it or not. Right, James right. said, we're doing it. Um and so he just got, like, the whole haul together of guys who, I mean, flag football season starts, like, two or three weeks into the school year or something. So, like, pretty much, like, none of these guys really know each other. They're not even, like, in fraternities yet or anything. And he just made us all play. And James would be on the sidelines with, like, a like a headset on, drawing up plays and stuff. <laughs> oh, serious. And, and dictating the whole season. And then at the end of the year... Our, you know, our quarterback had been like going through some rough waters. Had a few picks one game. James says the coach puts himself in <laughs> at QB. <laughs> Probably one of my favorite of your. I moments. mean, it's like you said, control what you can control. <laughs> he control the passes now. Hey, look, he didn't do a terrible job. No, I, he like, didn't. I don't think he did a terrible job playing quarterback, and he he did a great job for those first few games. But we got to a point to where. Like, we were, like, fighting for our life to even make the playoffs. And, you know, I played center in high school, and I say center is the most important position in football. But outside of center, it's quarterback. Oh, seriously. (laughs) Outside of center, it's quarterback. And I said, you know what? I think the dad bod, I got one game in me. (laughs) And so I went out, and we were running, running and gunning. I don't know. Did we win that game, Mitchell? I don't remember. It was all such a blur. It was was just a blur, but I just, I don't know. I felt like I could contribute to the team and help us get over the hump. I don't you, think we got over the hump. You had some. You had some he moments. Put the team on his back after you know, like the the ten after they you know are getting past the linemen to come sack you. Like you had a few where like you put a guy on the dirt with one juke move, <laughs> and I heard you go, "Ooh, got him!" <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's all mental. It's all mental. There's a right. there's a physical part to the game, but if, if you can get into the brain mentally. I think it makes it easy. Pressure is a privilege. <laughs> Come on. It. Come on. The, so so there's Coach Jefferson. Come on. There's President Jefferson. Yeah. Wait, okay. I know one that we got to save for last. The right, second right, one right, I want right. to talk about is 
is actor James Jefferson. Ooh, come on, get it. Um, because I have been a part of... I'm not familiar with I have been one. a part of creating two different projects oh. for James. <laughs> <laughs> I know where this is going. That I don't know if I really ever received much credit for, but the first one Ooh. was... And a, yeah. a bit, a bit of a preview for a future James Jefferson was you had a project on like storms or like hurricane hurricane season. Yes, <laughs> and it it was this whole oh project where <laughs> you, you like asked me because I like I've done stuff with like making videos or whatever, and you you were like I need your help with this, I need to do a project on hurricanes, and so we went around campus, me videoing you, interview people like the difference between like hurricanes and typhoons and cyclones, tsunamis, <laughs> everything. What class was this stuff? even for? I think this was geography, freshman, uh, first year geography course. I still have the video. I'll definitely like attach it to the post we do. And then the Please. second one was, and this is the one I'm the most proud of that me and James did together because it was the first time I got to use like my camera and lighting mm -hmm. equipment and all this stuff. And it was your application for Sanford Ambassadors. Yes, sir. Which, you know, is a part of Sanford and like goes to a bunch of meetings to like get like funding and donations for Sanford. And the video is, is so iconic. Um, the, the, the little plot was James approached me and was like, it's like an elevator pitch elevator, yeah. for why, you know, I make a good fit or like why, you know, ambassadors important. And we literally went into an elevator and like that's like what the like set was like I walk out of the elevator I'm like on the phone with like my wife and I'm like oh like should we like send her a daughter like there's a school in Homewood Alabama I don't know much about and James I'm sure you can fill in here you, you approached me <laughs> yeah. right and and you filled me in on why Sanford's so awesome wearing a suit of We're, course wearing a suit and I, like I channel my inner Dwayne the Rock Johnson and so, <laughs> <laughs> wait why <laughs> so I, I'm, I don't think I've ever told anyone this but I actually did theater for like three years in elementary school. No way! No I, I, I did theater for three years. It, it's one of those things where I don't like to, I don't like to say that I did, but I did do theater. And my first, wow. like my, my first main role, I was Chicken Little. <laughs> 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 and so I was, I think the chorus, I was walking around, walking around singing my song when something hit me on my poor little head and it was an acorn. Okay, right. And so Chicken Little was like my breakout role. <laughs> And so that's a part that I that, that I try like to push off to the side because I felt like a nerd and I'm not taking any shots at theater kids because I love theater. Uh -huh. I, I just didn't think theater like me being an athlete. I just I, I didn't like it, and so I, I kind of jumped back into it. But like we... you know, it makes so much sense now. Like <laughs> that fits so well. You have theatrical projecting like, his voice to you. Yeah, I did. I, I did do theater. But <laughs> when we jumped in the when we jumped in the elevator, it was just one of those things where I had to broadcast Sanford and show why Sanford was the place to be. And Mitchell made it. Mitchell made it easy because his daughter, his his fake daughter, <laughs> his imaginary daughter, his, his imaginary surprise daughter, everyone. <laughs> she was she was on the fence. She didn't know where she wanted to go. Uh, Sam uh -huh. was one of those options on the list where it was like, yeah, I'll go, but I, I'm just not sure. And so I had to convince had to convince the proud papa. Had to convince the daughter. And Mitchell, I've never told. I've also never told you this. They still talk about that video. Wait, who? Like the selection process for the ambassador. <laughs> like it's still talked about. I That's I've got to so go awesome. talk to these people. <laughs> That's awesome. Like it, it is still talked about gets to this day. Credits, dude. I, like it gets credit, and I, I do shout. I shouted you out because I said, you know, I just take. I can only do so much. Mitchell was like the the architect behind it. <laughs> like it's still talked about to this. Wait, day. wait, wait. So where did Dwayne the Rock Johnson come into this? When, look, I I talk about the dad bod, but I think I'm pretty well built. Like I'm gonna gas myself up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Are, yeah. And the okay. Rock, you know the Rock. He he, he works right. out. He was right. Right. Really. I, I used to love WWE as a kid as well. I I think I knew that. That yeah. fits. I, I, I was obsessed with it. <laughs> I knew it was fake. And yeah. I still jumped into it. I think I remember you asking. 
if I wanted to like split buying the new WWE games, so <laughs> you that did we ask play that yeah. <laughs> because I, I knew y'all played video games. Right, I don't think right. y'all played w, WWE a lot. And like, <laughs> we got to do this, mm. and so I just I don't know. I love WWE, and so I always said if I was an actor, I think like my person that I would be was Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Wow, Th- but it makes sense. I can so easily like <laughs> I. I need a James Jefferson rendition of You're Welcome from Moana. Like, I, I can, in my mind's eye, I'm picturing you voicing Maui, <laughs> singing a song. I, it's, it's beautiful. Like, it's art. So, so Actor James was another one. Um, the biggest one, I, I guess, is, is, would be the final one yeah, uh, that it comes think, to mind for me. I think it's time. And the most iconic, certainly, is, is Hurricane James. Hurricane James. <laughs> um, which... <laughs> I don't, I believe, and I should be writing this, that you are the one who gave yourself that moniker. Yeah. No, I don't think it was me. Really? Because I only ever heard you call yourself that. <laughs> you said, like, I think it was you saying. You think I did? I think you coined Hurricane James. I thought you said, like, there's a, maybe I did, because I think you were like, <laughs> y'all better watch out. Like, there's, there's a storm there's coming. There's a storm brewing. And I was like, <laughs> Hurricane James is on his way. That, yeah, no, that, that does sound been. right. We were, a, we were getting ready for the project. Okay. Yeah, right, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah, we got to get the James it lore right. And so Hurricane James is not someone to be trifled with. <laughs> he, he is, in the simplest sense of the term, a menace to society. Come on, that's yeah. what we're for. That's what um, and we may be doing damage to your public image here, but... <laughs> it would be dishonest. Yeah, it would be yeah. Honest. Hurricane James, I think the, the, the example where all the pieces came together, where the storm actually brewed... I don't even know how it started. But I want to was... give even more like description oh, of what okay, James okay, is like. Okay. So uh, there's there's commonly understood like Viking berserkers uh-huh. that they would enter into this like sort of like spiritual rage mm-hmm. in the battlefield where they would just become like unstoppable force, forces of nature. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what we're talking about. Yeah. James yeah. becomes mostly unreasonable. He doesn't say more than like a few words <laughs> and and, uh, and some like animalistic there's noises a bar- there's mixed a bar- in there. Yeah. Yeah, uh, there's there's a lot of parking. <laughs> <laughs> but but that was I assume the primary example you were gonna talk about was one yeah. that involved uh belts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I feel so bad that we're saying this, but Hurricane James rolled into town one night into our room. Yeah. At category five. At category five. <laughs> this was early in the school year. I can't it yes. was not this more was, than like two months in. This was early. Oh, this was earlier than even that. <laughs> I mean, this was maybe like four weeks. Yeah. And James rolls in with a fire in it. As he would as he would often say, a sizzle in his spirit. A sizzle in his spirit. And I don't even know how it got started, but his roommate Jack Ryan and one of the guys that lived across the hall from us. His, we won't reveal his name to protect his identity. <laughs> Confidential. He, he's a victim here. Uh, they were attempting to come in to your room, I think, through our room, and so James does nothing but arm himself with <laughs> multiple leather belts of mine. Uh, yeah, he borrowed from Mitchell. Confiscating and. He, in, I don't know how to say this, but, like, it was an attack. It was a pointed, like, there was some violence behind what came next. I mean. He was, like, the last soldier, like, defending, like, a choke yeah. point in a battlefield. Yeah. He he put Indiana Jones to shame. I mean, it, it was, 
like <laughs> it was atrocious. And basically, it is just like <laughs> I'm losing words because I can't describe it without it being there. I don't even think we can post the video. I think we'd get <laughs> our content flagged for violence. Instagram jumps in. <laughs> let me look. Let me say. Let me say this because Mama Jefferson's probably going to jump in. Mama Jefferson, I'm completely sober. I'm completely <laughs> not under the influence. Oh of yeah, absolutely. Here's the, Hurricane James, and l- let me l- let me preface this. Hurricane James is a love language. Yeah. Everyone does not get to see Hurricane James. No, I James. agree. It is. I know what he's talking about. <laughs> Hurricane James is intimate. Hurricane, it, like, it gets really intimate. It gets really, like, the love starts to pour out in ways that it can never pour. And so <laughs> when I say it's a love language, I get riled up. Like, sometimes, mm. like, I get so caught up into doing everything that's going on on campus and just being in life. Like, there's got to be a time to where you just have to decompress. Mm. And Hurricane James is where that decompression comes that's from. Decompression. That's decompression. Yeah. That's that's a decompression. Yeah. Okay. Now with the belt, <laughs> there was there were events that took place before the belt. So Nerf guns were a part of this. Oh, <laughs> right. And that's so right. The, There's a lot of things that went on in our hall. <laughs> the war started across the hall, mm. and I think there was a sense of retaliation coming in our room, mm-hmm. and so I had to defend I had to defend home court. Yeah, yeah. of and course. So Jack Ryan, we were we, we were all we were all fired up. We were ready to go. But I don't know how home court ended up going to y'all's room. <laughs> but the, the, the neutral nation in the conference. Yeah, it, was neutral. Yeah. it was one of those neutral grounds. NATO. We just got occupied. Yeah. <laughs> like there was no NATO. There, there was no NATO involved in this. <laughs> and so when we made our way over to the to y'all's room, I, we're not going to identify his name. He walked right. in. And so we were just going. Like we were just going at it. The new guns were down. And they were just trying to like, like it was an attack. <laughs> and so mm-hmm. I, had, I just had to defend. I, I had to defend the boys. I had to defend home court. Of course. Okay. And of course, like no one was really hurt in no this. No one was hurt. No, and no, everyone no. Was, a, was a part of this willingly. Yeah. This is true. This is true. The, the, I mean, the, the most of it was this war of attrition where, so like the doors into the bathroom, they have like a, like a mirror on mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. And so we were able to <laughs> uh, um, jack an unidentified male. We're we're trying to get into the bathroom, and we can see James like in the reflection of this mirror, like with that like grin on his face, like <laughs> armed to the teeth. And then occasionally, like we'd see them like reach around, and a belt would just like whip right, around the right. corner, like like a cat's paw like coming yeah. out. <laughs> just like anytime they try to make a move, just whoosh. I mean it was quick. I mean it was quick. Like I don't even think my reflexes are that well developed. But at that moment, the reflexes <laughs> were on point. The hurricane was brewing. There, I mean that was just one of many chance encounters with James throughout the year. I think one of my favorites was there was one day before I went to class, um, I just had lunch, came back to the room for a minute, and James came in. He was like, hey, Sam, can I borrow, do you have like a plastic (laughs) container or some kind of tub? And I was like, "Uh, yeah, what for? And you're like, can I borrow it? And I was like, Yes, but what for? This is always the way James asks questions. Yeah, he never tells you why. No, no, open ended. No, and he said he said like, Sam, if I tell you, you aren't gonna let me use it. And I was like, James, against my better judgment, I'm gonna be a good sweet mate and let you borrow my empty plastic container. And you're like, thank you. And so I went to class, went about my business, kind of forgot about the whole incident. I come back into my room a few hours later, and I'm like, oh, my plastic container is gone. James must have gotten it. So I journey through our bathroom into the room adjacent to us, and I walk in, and Mr. Jefferson is like eyes closed, lean back, hands behind his bed, pure vacation bliss, and has opted to use my plastic container as a foot bath. (laughs) I walk in, 
and he is airing out his dogs yeah. in the thing that I use to move my valuables. The dogs had to breathe. You were drowning him. <laughs> okay, here's here's the thought process behind that. I, I don't know. You can't really put it in, into words or in, into a vision on a podcast. But my feet, like I have terrible feet. He does. Like, he like, does. Like they are terrible. And so, like, <laughs> why can you vouch for that? We'll get there. We'll get there in a second. Okay. <laughs> like, like they scrunch up together, and like I walk in uh, dress shoes a few times out of the week, and like they like they were hurting the dogs, or like they were barking, like <laughs> they needed a change to breathe. And so I needed like hot water, and I didn't have anything for the hot water to sit in and when I was in your room maybe this was in Hurricane James was in full Hurricane James mode I remember seeing this tub and I was like I wonder if Sam will let me borrow this and so when I asked you the question I, I, I'm going to tell you Sam I did not think you were going to let me borrow it so I didn't give you any details <laughs> frankly I'm surprised it happened I think I just took a gamble that day <laughs> I mean I didn't give you anything and so when I was sitting back I said you know what I can I can really feel like a little vac- vacation incoming. And so I sat back in the chair, kicked the feet up, had the feet going. I even had a foot scrubber going. Yeah, there. I saw so that. Like, like, we, like we were scrubbing the feet and we were just letting the dogs this is get atrocious. And so it was just, it was one of those moments to where I'll never forget because my feet like were benefited from it. But I don't think your tub benefited. Did you throw that tub away? I I really hope I did because otherwise I'm going to have to start double checking where I keep stuff. I think, no, no, you... The condition um, that I set afterwards was that you would wash it out. Because I remember you sitting in the shower with it, just like, (laughs) fill it up, soapy water. I was scrubbing, man. (laughs) And this isn't the only story about James Jefferson's feet, unfortunately. Which is an atrocious thing to say. That's a terrible thing to say. (laughs) It is. Um, In James' fashion, like a character in a sitcom, you know. He is. James, you are very sitcom-esque. You're, like... If we were Seinfeld, I think you're Kramer because you just kind of burst in in a frenzied state, always like, "Hey, Jerry!" Like, just got you've got something for us. There, there's never like, there's always something going. I gotta on. keep you on your toes, man. Yeah, you he, does, he, do. he does. He does. He does. He said that line multiple times. And speaking of toes, James walks into the room. Um, you know, you can hear like the laugh track play as he does, and he's like, uh, Mitchell. <laughs> What are you doing today at 2 p.m. or whatever? And I was like, I'm I don't know. I don't think I'm that busy. And he's like, and I'm like, why? And he's like, ah, like no reason. Like I'll, I'll let you know in a second. <laughs> and so I, I finally am like, yeah. And so we get around to then. It's like an hour before, and he's like, I need to go get a pedicure, and I'm not going alone. <laughs> and so I was like, I I'm like, okay, like I don't like I don't care. Like if, if anyone thinks it's dumb to get a pedicure, like go and try it. I'll, I'll tell you that right now. Um, there's nothing effeminate try it about with James. doing it. Invite James. Um, he loves it. He loves. It. He's all about it. But, <laughs> but he was like, I want to go get a pedicure, and so we we were sitting in my car. Um, cause I don't know if you had a car at that point on campus. Not yet. No, not no, yet. no. So you needed someone to drive you anyway, <laughs> even if you wanted to go by yourself. <laughs> but, but we were sitting there and James goes through and like calls like at least two or three different like nail salon places in, in Homewood. And eventually we found one that, that would, that would take us. And we went and we got, we got a pedicure together because James has, James's feet, you were right. They are kind of gross. Oh, they they get very dry. <laughs> I, I got to, I got to see them out right in front of me. Oh, they're terrible. And uh, my favorite part about that experience was the fallout was every week, <clears throat> I don't even know if I told you about this, my fraternity does, they do something in chapter where whoever 
posts like the dumbest stuff on Instagram, make, gets made fun of by everybody else. And it's like gifted to one brother every week and like passed on. And I was in a, I was a freshman. I'd only been in an ATO for just like a few weeks or a few months at this time. And and I was the one featured up on screen with, with the Instagram picture of me and James that said pedicure with the prez. <laughs> but look, Mitchell, here's the thing. I am like secure in who I am as a man. Absolutely. I'm with you, dude. That's why I didn't care either. But the pedicure, it was the first time I had ever done it. And it, it was like a sense of toxic masculinity. And I was like, if I go by myself, like I'll go. But I really don't want to go by yeah. myself. And so, Sam, I don't, I, I don't think you were there yet because I wanted no. this to be like a, a whole thing. Jack Ryan just completely shut it, shut it down. He said, this is, I'm not doing <laughs> that. That does not surprise me. And so Mitchell was the next person in line. And so I went over with Mitchell and it was just one of those things. Where, like, it was, it's an experience that you need to experience with other people. I agree. <laughs> if you go by yourself, like, yeah. you'll, you'll still get your feet clean. And Flame. We're not talking about the fact that that lady, like, earned every dollar that she got that day. She did. She did a really good job. <laughs> like, like she was scrubbing and I felt so bad because she would just look down and she'd still, she would still scrub. <laughs> she'd look me in my eyes and I was like, I got nothing. That was literally what was going on in my head. And so I just, I felt so bad for her because she was just working, working, working and she was just scrubbing away. <laughs> but eventually she got, she got everything. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It was, this, it was a time. <laughs> this is, this may have the award for like grossest story that's been told on Club Sandwich. <laughs> this is weird that there were two back-to-back -back stories. Yeah, right. All right. about the feet. That's awesome. I mean, there's just, there's never a dull moment with James. I mean, there is like, there's one time you had to go get uh, cookies. You had to go get cookie dough for yeah. a Christmas, like, student government event that you were, like, in charge of setting up. And you were asked if I could take you to Target. And I was like, yeah, sure, man. Target's like right, ac literally right across the street from campus. It's like a three-minute drive, maybe. And we got in the car, and you're like, "Here, put in this address." I was like, "Dude, I know how to get to Target. It's right across the street." And you're like, "No, no, no, no. It's a different one." And I was like, oh, "Okay." And so I put in the address. Thirty-five minutes later, we end up at a super target in like a different, basically different city. Oh, is it the one over in Hoover? I think so. Because that that one is really big. I get it. Like it's a really nice. Is target. there one over in Pelham? I think so. Yeah. And yeah. we show up and we go to like customer services, and I'm like, "What are you doing here?" And you had ordered like all of it online, but they wouldn't take your card. Yeah. So we had to go all that way to prove that James was not lying and oh go gosh. get Christmas cookies. That's miserable. <laughs> it was, I was like, I cannot believe he just dragged me all the way out here. There's always a twist. It was. It was one of those Sanford cards, and it, of course it didn't have my name on it, but they just like would not believe. Like I called, I emailed, I said, like, this is not physically and personally my card. <laughs> just a beneficiary of this card. And like I can give you I can give you pin pin words, whatever you need, I can give it to you. I'm like, uh, yeah, we're just gonna need to see a receipt. And so I didn't I didn't give you the full details with that. Mm, originally that seems I was to hoping, be a recurring theme with <laughs> me. Originally I was hoping that it was the target that was three minutes away. But then I typed in the address that they uh, emailed over, and I said, "No, this isn't the three-minute address." Oh my gosh. And so there are some details. I, I, I'm I'm of the opinion that it's better mm. to ask for forgiveness rather than permission. Yeah, <laughs> classic politician. <laughs> classic. <laughs> Sam, you, you were just—it was just one of those days to where I felt like you wanted to get out on the town. No, you're right. I mean, the thing is, I'll never. That's one of the most interesting target runs I've ever had. I, yeah. I won't forget that one. <laughs> there, I mean, there's just so much. And then at the end of the year.
what a time we had with our uh there's no other way to describe it than a candlelit dinner oh yeah we M- mm-hmm. Mitchell, do you want to talk about this one? Well, I mean, it is literally can be described as candlelit dinner because there were candles that were lit at a dinner. Um, so we had always wow. talked about, yeah, thanks, thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm really proud of that one. Um, we had always talked about doing a dinner with our suite, but you know, we were very busy second semester freshmen, right? Um, especially Mr. Jefferson. Um, so we all had too much to do all the time, but we finally found, it was very, very close to the end of the year. We finally found a time that worked and we went over to my parents' house. God bless Warden Beth Drennan. Um, <laughs> Love those and, and we got to have, Love them. I hadn't any idea what they were going to have prepared for us, but when we, when we got there, they had like outside on like our back porch, they had a table set and they had a ton of, I think it was, it was duck wrapped in bacon. Yeah. Was what mm-hmm. they were that was a goodie. And, and even more stuff, like more stuff like mashed potatoes and then all this stuff all over the table and we, we got to sit there as as four freshman guys in a, in a very romantic setting and reflect on our year together. I'm like 60% sure they also put like some flower petals on the table. Yeah, there something. was some kind of garnish like that. And then we all got to like sit in the hot tub together yeah. and just like talk about the year. And it was one of the most like wholesome things <laughs> I've been a, a part of. <laughs> it was such a vibe. It was awesome. And, it, and James and Jack have been welcome in the Drennan household ever since. Yeah. Of course, James. Not me though. James did, not Sam. It's not like Sam lived <laughs> There last his summer his parents kicked me out. Well, what was what was another James at the house story was over oh the my summer. Gosh, yeah, it was it was like on my birthday or like the day after my birthday or something like that. And um, like me and Sam were just like you know sitting in the house doing whatever, and then you know a, a knock at the door, and James walks in. <laughs> And for context, James is from Shreveport, Louisiana. Seven hours away. <laughs> Seven hours. And so I, like, literally the single last person I expect <laughs> to see at the door in the middle of the summer was James. And, like, this is June. Like, it's the middle of the summer. There's no reason he's here for after school or before yeah. school. And I'm like, what are you doing here? And he's holding in his hand a two liter of Mountain Dew <laughs> because that's, like, my beverage that everyone knows right. I love so much. Right. And at first, like I was like, did he really come here for my birthday? But you had you had something that you had to be there for with SJ yeah. with uh, SGA, um, and so you just decided to stop by and drop off a birthday. Gift. Well, and the best part is it like it was like an MCU cameo or yeah. something like he he or like a, like we said like a sitcom. He was like a character that showed up from like a spinoff. <laughs> That got like a crossover episode because we were we were upstairs in the room. From my point of view, this was, cra- I mean, just crazy. <laughs> we were upstairs in the room playing like Mario Strikers or something, mm-hmm. and there was a knock at the door, and you go to go get it, and I'm still up here because I'm like it's probably the mailman. I I'm just gonna like keep playing video games or whatever, and you're down there for a while, and I'm kind of like what's going on, and you go. Hey, Sam, you're going to want to come down here. <laughs> I was like, why? Can it not, like, wait? And you were like, nope. <laughs> and I walked down there and turn a corner and get pounced on <laughs> by, like we said, the least expected person to be there. And I think this ties into another thing about James. James has a very limited wardrobe. James is wearing right now the, <laughs> the same, shirt same shirt he did <laughs> when he came that summer. Because I have a picture shirt. of him sitting at my dining room table, and it's the same shirt that's a South Carolina on. Not even a South Carolina fan. 
Here's the thing, Mitchell. What you didn't mention is that the fact that you stood at that door for like 30 minutes just staring at me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, Mitchell, uh, I think we lived together this past year. It's me. It's, it's not a ghost. It's, it's, not, it's not a stranger. And you just, like, your jaw was on the ground. Like, what are you doing? No, I really yeah. felt like a kid who, like, in those videos, like, sees their dad, like, come home from service <laughs> in the military, or, or, like, or, like, a celebrity shows up at their door. Right. Like, right. I, I was just so awestruck. I, I, I tried to think through every reason, like, why is he here right now? <laughs> How did he get here? It was, and, and Sam, you had no idea. Like, you were just no. walking down the stairs just oblivious. You were just walking. Well, you had, <laughs> I think we had messaged about, like... You said you were going to be in town that week, and I was like, oh, we should go get, like, dinner or something when you're there. As you were messaging me, you showed up to the door. <laughs> I, it was insanity. And I, I called my parents, who are huge James Jefferson fans. I was like, you're not going to believe who just showed up at the door. And they were cackling. I mean, it was it was bizarre. We love the Allen family. An expert in theatrics, and now we know where he got it from. Yeah. Right. From Chicken Little. Exactly. And The Rock as an inspiration. The Rock as an inspiration <laughs> and Chicken Little. Yeah. Well, you had, you had mentioned before, completely unrelated to any of that, you had mentioned before this episode that you did have a rant that you wanted to go on. We always we, like I to do. let our guests strongly yeah. voice their opinions. And this one, even informed by a previous right. episode where we talked to Noah Griffith. <laughs> right, right. So what what have you got? Here's here's the thing, and y'all know me for two years. Mm-hmm. I don't rent about much. No, no. he doesn't. <laughs> Usually keeps an even keel, other I, than hurricanes. I, I keep it pretty even. But over this past Easter break, you know, we were out on Easter break here on campus, and I was with uh, a couple roommates from uh, from this year, and we were like, let's watch a movie that we've just never seen before. And I was like, ah, I, I've seen just about everything, and so we were, <laughs> we, were, we, were, we were listening it all, and they said Talladega Nights. Mm. And in that room, I was the only person that had never seen Talladega Nights. And I, like, I've heard a few quotes from it, and I was like, well, I, I guess it's just one of those things to where if I watch it, I watch it. If I don't, I don't. And so we sat down. This is at 3 a.m. <laughs> okay. Right before we had to get up Sunday for church. And we put on Talladega Nights, and like 30 minutes in, I was like, okay, it has potential. We get to 45, and I was like, eh, potential starting to drop a little bit. <laughs> We get to about an hour, hour and 10 minutes. And I'm one of the people, like, even when I don't think the movie's the greatest, I still sit there and watch it because I think, like, mm. it, maybe it'll pick up. Right. But Talladega Nights is a waste of time. <laughs> Whoa. Like, it, it is a waste of time. And I think part of it has to do, I'm not a big, uh, is it Will Ferrell? Yeah. I'm not a big Will Ferrell guy. Wow. That does kind of make or break the yeah, movie. That's a hot take. I'm, I'm, I'm not a big Will Ferrell guy. And, I, like, it was just stupid. And I don't even like saying the that's word the stupid. Point. But it was just, like, it was literally, when I say a waste of time, it was a waste of time. Like, I think one of the things, he praying to baby Jesus. <laughs> like, it, it may have been funny. And I, I know, like, the broader community here on campus, like, they love Talladega. <laughs> but for me, I just, I can't stand it. And, like I say, Will Ferrell has a, a huge, wow. huge part to do with that. But I, maybe also NASCAR. I'm not a big NASCAR guy. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. It's one of those things to where I never have to sit down and watch Talladega Nights again because I feel like it was an hour and 30 minutes that I can never get back of my life. Whoa. <laughs> and they're like, I don't know what else I could have been doing on 3 a.m. the day of Easter, but Talladega Nights is one of those things that I did not. Not remember. one of them. <laughs> I will I will defend this movie to my grave every time. If, yeah. someone, if someone doesn't like it, like you either have a taste for this movie or you do not at all, and it's just miserable and unfunny and stupid. But I, having like grown up my whole life in the South with like a NASCAR family, so much of this just like, absurd like ridiculousness that surrounds the sport was just like so beautifully captured in this movie like that's just 
this just ridiculously southern mindset and this like super ultra obsessed with NASCAR. Like I was in a family where my brother Damn, Karen. shout out Matthew. I'm gonna force you to make sure you listen to this part of the episode. He had in his room essentially a shrine to Dale Earnhardt Jr. Um, in his oh room, gosh. he had like a cardboard cutout of the front of his nation, a National Guard car, and he had like on it like a bunch of different like Hot Wheels models. And so, like, I have Good been, Lord. I have been married to NASCAR as an idea <laughs> since I was a kid. So, Talladega Nights means something to me. But <laughs> you if just don't get it, if man. It's just, if it's just an unfunny movie where Will Ferrell is just stupid for an hour and a half, I get hating it. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I get, and I really understand that. Like, it's one of those things to where you just—it was a part of your life. It just wasn't a part of my life. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. And like, I want to be sympathetic to the fact that. Uh, your brother loves NASCAR, <laughs> NASCAR. but it's st- I still like I stand firm that it's a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> wow, James, um, what would you say you is, that is your favorite movie? Oh, oh, oh. Not Talladega Nights, but my favorite movie, <laughs> and I'll take this one to my grave. I'll defend anyone that has anything against this movie. Matilda. <laughs> <laughs> Run that by me one more time. uh, Matilda. Okay. We're all familiar with Matilda, right? Yeah, more or less. So growing up, you know, I was into the theatrics, and Matilda was just one of those, she was one of those people to where I just felt like, I think I may have had a crush on Matilda, but I don't know. (laughs) The way that, like, she could just use her mind, like, move things. And Miss Trunchbull, Mm. I could not stand Miss Trunchbull. Mm, mm -hmm. So when she finally got the leg up on Miss Trunchbull, I was like, you know, this is the hero movie that I didn't know that I needed, even as, like, a middle schooler and a kid that was in elementary school. Like, Matilda was, like, it was the go. Like, I I love Matilda. And so I I actually hadn't watched Matilda in a while. But as far as my favorite movie, it's Matilda bar none. Did you, I mean, do we need to be worried about Mama Jefferson? You didn't empathize too much with her, did you? I mean... With Matilda? No. Okay. She no. She just pulled at the heartstrings. Like okay. Matilda pulled at my heartstrings. You just as as a fellow actor, you really felt the passion coming <laughs> like through I, the role. I felt it. I felt it. Wow. That would have been outside of my top five thousand movies <laughs> that you would have ever said was yeah. James Jefferson. You just got to give it a yeah. shot. And I tell you, go back and watch Matilda now. Like, okay. We watched Matilda when we were kids, but go back and watch Matilda <laughs> as a college student, and you you going into your. Uh, adult years. Go watch, Go back and watch it. Is it is different. Go back and watch it. It's different. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, well, I think we're uh, we're about good on time, Mr. Jefferson. Thank you so much. We're so happy we got to have you. Like this has yes. been a very this has been a work episode. in progress for a it's long a time. We have. Oh man, let's talk briefly about the scheduling for this episode. <laughs> yeah. So, um, first time, um, we've been trying to kind of get something coordinated with this for for a bit and the first time the reason that we didn't get to have the episode with james was because james apparently didn't know what was wednesday and what was thursday <laughs> um and his calendar and so we, we had to reset his secretaries again. blew that one and then the second time it was my fault i was busy and uh we were finally able to get it um two or three weeks after the original scheduling yeah. but we're very happy to have gotten to have it james is a very influential was, person in, yeah. in both my and sam's life it life. was easier to schedule an episode with the university president <laughs> than with the sba president <laughs> that's that's a good amount of shade there he's got he's got his priorities straight back with beck it was an email or two between him and his assistant and with you we were i mean flipping schedules back and forth talking about what we can and can't miss yeah. mixing up wednesday and thursday I mean, it, it was it was work to get you here, but what a what a great way to finish the season. Seriously, James is definitely one of the people that like 
that forced me into Sanford, whether I liked it or not, in a lot of ways. <laughs> yeah. I've, yeah. I've countless times been, like, I take naps. I do it a lot. I have been woken up so many times by James, like, <laughs> probably my favorite, just I have this image stuck in my head forever, was it was like I was taking a nap, like, some afternoon, or maybe it was like a weekend where I was asleep till like, 10 in the morning, and I wake up to something, like, touching my foot, and I look down all the way. My bed's, like, lofted, so I just see, like, James's head, like, poking up, <laughs> and he just, like, starts messing with me, and I'm like, oh, like, what are you doing? I'm trying to sleep. And he, like, crawls onto the bed and, like, starts, like, attacking me. And and he has always been one to, to you know, ask for forgiveness, not permission, and just, right. you know, get people out of their comfort zones and make them have a little fun whether they like it or not. And that is always the personality trait I appreciate That's most about James. Quality. I think right back at you guys, I think, and I talked about it a little earlier in the episode, but college is one of those things to where it can be one of the greatest four years of your life, or it can be absolutely miserable and dreadful. Mm -hmm. And I think that the people you surround yourself makes all the difference. Yes. Right. And I just don't think as a freshman and being a high school senior coming into this thing that, that we call college in this new stage of life, I just don't think that you could have, I could have been placed in a better situation with better people, mm, with yeah. better families. Mm. And so... I, I don't think I've said it enough how much I appreciate what y'all have done for my life and what oh. y'all have done for me. Oh, and so this oh. podcast is You're about to blow y'all are the goats and stream club sandwich because this is, <laughs> this is one of those things to where it's an executive order. It, like it's you, not a waste of time. It's, it's, this is not a waste of time. <laughs> if, you if you don't jump on the train now, you're gonna you're gonna miss out because there are gonna be some big time guests coming. In, so. It's more like mm. Matilda and less like Talladega Nights. Right. That's, well, that's a word. Thank you very much, James. We love you. Happy to have love you. you, boys. Uh, Thank you all so much yeah, for a fantastic season of Absolutely. Club Sandwich. Great season of life. Uh, Mitchell, you got anything? Uh, looking forward to more over the summer. Yep. Um, me and yep. Sam are going to be able to keep uploading over the summer. Got a few things to work out. So uh, really excited and looking forward to that. Um, before we wrap up, James, is there anything else you want to shout out that you've got going on to the world? or? Not right now. We're, we're in that busy time of the semester, so we're about to do a little grinding. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, That's we just got to all make it through hard. finals so we can That's come it. back next year. That's it. Yeah. But, um, I mean, with all that out of the way, once again, thank you, James. This is a fantastic episode to get to have you on. Um, you know, everybody's loving it. The crowd's going crazy. Um, so with all that, um, James, you've been James. Um, Sam. I've been Sam. And I've been Mitch. And thank you guys for an incredible season. Uh, an incredible, you know, first three seasons, almost getting to a full calendar year of the show. Yep. Um, looking forward to more. So, yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Love you guys. <laughs> Bye.